Yanas and Yanats out there, the Podcast Royale, the fastest-selling boxing event in Australian history, is coming up. As you know, Bryzy and myself are fighting Marty and Michael. We're currently taking sponsorship opportunities for anyone who may be interested in this amazing fight night. Why would you want to sponsor us, you ask? Well, first of all, there's two of us. So double exposure, exactly from the start. Secondly, we are the main event. All eyes are on us. If you're interested in getting your logo out there for the world to see, send us an email to propertryyarn at gmail.com. Not interested in sponsoring us, but still want to be a part of the night in some form of sponsorship? Well, there's an array of different opportunities available as well. If this is the case, express your interest to contact at alpha-events.com.au. God, yeah, can't wait to see you all and get keen for us to bash these clowns. Oh, fuck yeah. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Welcome back to the proper true yarn podcast, the show which we extracted the oldest and the best yarns from the best people around the world and uh, have the privilege today to be sitting beside one of my best mates, Brizey and... Um, Cheers, brother. Mate... I think that we should, um, and code of warning, if you've got right. sensitive ears, you, you know, this is probably a, a segment of the podcast that, um, you know, you, you might find a bit gruesome or whatever. Yeah. But I, I think we should, within the industry, mate, we should talk about more fucked up yarns yeah. or fucked up situations. Coroners. Yeah, coroners, situations. Um, you've been to, that I've yeah. been to, that will blow people's minds, actually yeah. yarns, you know. Yeah, of course, mate, yeah, for sure. So, and, yeah, a bit of a trigger warning on these ones, some of these, but this is stuff that, you know, you, you would... You can easily come across on any sort of uh, Google or anything like that. There's anything in particular relating to these sort of bits and pieces. So maybe just explain that just briefly, bros, like the coroner side of things. Like how, yeah, sure. how you, you know, you, you come to part yeah, to okay. be able to do these jobs. Yeah, so, so in, in, in Australia, in particular Queensland, they, the coroner's contracts, they're contracts that are given out to private funeral homes. So... They, they tender them out um, and, and a funeral home can opt to, to do it as a contract. So the contract goes within the police district of those towns, right? So, for instance, you know, we, you know, we've got the central Queensland area or, you know, um, Brisbane metropolitan area. There, there's all these different areas that, that thing. So when, a, when something happens where a person passes away unexpectedly, suspiciously, or any of those sort of cases where a, a death certificate's not likely to be issued, what they'll do is they'll call the, the, the funeral home who's contracted by the coroner to do the retrieval. Because okay? in, in Queensland, an ambulance is not allowed to That's right. carry dead bodies. That That's right. right. Well, you know, they're, they're for the living and there's nothing worse than having a deceased person in an ambulance. You need to free that ambulance up to, to protect the people that are still alive. Yeah. And then it's a little bit different too. Well, it's different to America too. So, like in America, on TV and that, you'll see vans that have coroner. Like, the, the coroners have their own vehicles, do their own retrievals as a part of the service that they provide. Our coroner in Australia doesn't have that. They contract it out. So, yep. that's why it's the funeral homes that do it. Now, with that... You know, over the years, we've seen some shit. <laughs> like, yeah, and that's fucking the, hell. And, and that's putting it politely. Like, we, we have seen some shit and we've experienced some stuff. Now, I've given some stories to give you, to give people a bit of a context. So, you know, when it comes to car crashes, suicide, 
murders, people that have passed away and haven't been found for quite a long time. You've got all these scenarios, right? In the, so in the water. In the water, yeah, yeah. drownings. Could be thrown in the water. Yeah. <laughs> yes. someone, yeah. Someone didn't pay the tick. Yeah. You know, so you've got, you got all these scenarios, right? Anyway, uh, to give you an example of some of the things that we've encountered over the years, um, I'll go back. I'll go to one where there was a car accident um, where it involved a truck and a, and a, and a single vehicle, uh, a vehicle where that had a had a head-on collision. Now, when they called us to go and do the retrieval, they said you need to bring two vehicles. And I said, okay, radio. I'm thinking multiple, multiple deceased, deceased, yeah. and that's what that's what they assumed, right? So, our vehicles at the time only had the space for two. Stretches. So stretches are what we placed the seats on to put in the back of the car. We only had two in each vehicle, so that we had to take two out because they said that they suspected that there was at least four people deceased. When we got out there, we actually found out later on that it was actually it was not four people. It was just two people that had been split in half, technically. So, yeah, wow. The lower half of their torso was still in the vehicle, and then the rest of it from the halfway up was sort of scattered across the road and then sort of involved in the in the truck as well, like sort of all around the truck. So what happened was the truck had actually gone over the top of the car and essentially took the top half of the car out and, yep. the, and everything with it. So that when we arrived, the bottom half of the car was only left. So that inside the car was still the torso with the legs and stuff like that. And then the rest of the deceased were scattered across the road. So... Unfortunately, this is real life, and you have yeah. to, and you have to do what you can do. And so we had to take, you know, we had to take. We're going out there. We're picking up all the matter that's left over out on the road. We even brought a shovel just to help, you know, pick up what we could because a lot of it was gelatinous as well by that time as well. And and then obviously, being that the truck's gone over the car, there's a good possibility that the truck has actually made contact with the people who have been in the car as well. So. You've got to go around the around the truck, and you you know you're digging out. You're going through, feeling, looking underneath the truck. There is matter all around the truck, so you have to pick out as much as you can. You know, I was, unlike you know, like I reached around to the front. I, I actually found like you know a portion of a of a skull and, a, and an eye socket with hair. So you know, like, and it's confronting. Like this, it's this is yeah. Earth. So this is real, real, real life stuff. Real life stuff, and you're sort of. You're not – I'm not great at Tetris, but you've got to sort of work out what you would assume is this person and what this person is, like from what – you know, you do your best to, to help. Yeah. And unfortunately in that circumstances too, the, the family pet was in the car as well. So, you know, look, that, so that was another part of the service that we provide that we didn't even have to do, but we just, you know, we, we helped, you know, dispose of the, of the animal as well. So that's one – Instance. Wild one, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember we we got a, a bloke got hit by a truck, and yeah, he's two hundred fifty meters up the road. Yeah, yeah, pieces yeah. like we're yep. still picking yep. them up. Yep. It's fucking, yep. yeah, it's fucking wild, mate. Yep. And it gets to the point where you do as much as you can. That's right. And then unfortunately, it has to come down to the fire is hosing off the rest, like yeah. hosing down the rest, because all that's left is just just the the blood and the, yeah. the bits that you cannot physically get. Um, yeah. You know, so you do you do your best, but. That's as graphic as it gets. Like you, you know, that's that's uh, that separates uh, the men from the boys. boys. Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. And you know, and that's that's ours too. Part you'd see like the murders. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen, know, yeah, I've come across murders, mate. I've come across, 
I've yeah. come across ones where, um, you know, the partners bashed the other partner to death and then gone and committed suicide. Um, you know, so like a murder-suicide, I've come across those. I've come across um, severely decomposed bodies. Uh, like I've said before, the, one, the, the most extensive one that I've seen was a, a, a gentleman who'd, who had gassed himself in a vehicle and then inside the vehicle, been in the vehicle for about six weeks. And he'd done it with, with his animal too. So he had that. Um, and that by that point, it was just like a... Gone past decomposition, it was like a big ammonia smell to it. But all the problem is too, you get um, you get desensitized to it, and yeah. and so you get desensitized to the smell. Yeah, that stuff permeates like oh, really bad. Sits on your clothes. Sits on your clothes and all that sort of you're stuff. Always going to like going to pickups and the coppers are there spewing. Yeah. You oh yeah. Even, haven't even seen what's fucking happened. Yeah. Yet. And the coppers there just yakking up and you think, yeah. fuck, what have we got here? <laughs> yeah, you that's know? right. Because I said, you know, you, you become desensitised in the nostrils. At the start you might be like, oh, oh that's yeah, fucking yeah. rank. It's a good kick in the teeth when you yeah. first experience it, yeah. And then it's fucking, it just then becomes uh, like, yeah, you, you're desensitised. It's just not a... Yeah, that's right. But the problem is the people around you aren't. So you could be walking down the shops <laughs> or like one, well, one well, instance that Christy always talks about it was like we had, were having a Christmas luncheon. So we had all the food out at the office. It was a work party uh, and they got called to a job. Uh, and this was one that Lay's Chips, the old girl, that's what she was, the nicknames that people, Lay's Chips and Pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Realised his mum. The old girl. Um, they got called to a, a heavily decomposed body. And uh, so they've done the job and they've come back. And Chrissy just, she can remember them just fucking reeking. Oh, yeah. bring it into the work lunch. Yeah. <laughs> so, out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that to go home and have a shower and get changed and, you know, that stuff, yeah, that stuff gets into everything. Yeah. yeah. And, like, once you smell it, once you've known, you know that smell. Yeah. It's a it, unique it never, smell. It never leaves you. Yeah, that's exactly right. And um, that's in that job, well, old Lay's chip style, me, yeah, and I'll yeah. probably let you. Oh, you tell, no, you can tell, tell well, from uh, Okay, I'll say it. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> that same job, Brian's just talking about heavily, heavily yeah. decomposed. Yeah. So, so mum, R.I.P. She always tells this one, and I want to tell it because it's a good legacy on her. Because she was, <laughs> she was saying that the person that she was doing the collection, yeah, that she, he was in a heavy state of decomposition, like severely, yeah. like to the point where um, the ligaments weren't attached properly and yeah. stuff like that. So she said that you know once they've gone to move this body into the bag, by moving it, it's actually detached the head and then the head started, ro- they're on a slant, then the head start rolling oh, down man. the hill. <laughs> so she's running after <laughs> With a shovel. Know, like, <laughs> like, not playing hockey, but no, trying to stop, stop his head rolling so, down yeah, the hill. Yeah, yeah because he's what, that decomposed. Yeah, that's what decomposed, he's got the head rolling down the hill. <laughs> so... And don't take my laughing lightly. It's a, yeah, it's um, fucking... Yeah, it's crazy, it's yeah. It's fucking that, that you can see that on the daily bros at the end. Yeah. But even, even mate, there's no... The laughter's no disrespect to, it's to not. the deceased person, mate. It's literally... Fuck! Like I've tried to do my best, and now the, the head's yeah, yeah. going down the yeah. fucking hill. Yeah, like, like it's like it's like something you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. like come on. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, and uh, it's not. Yeah, it's no disrespect to anyone. When, when I'm saying this, I'm saying this on on uh, uh, with all due respect. But yeah. um, you know, and but these are the things. Like you know, these dealings, we've got to laugh at this stuff. Yeah, you know, we've got to laugh at certain things because <clears throat> if you don't take this lightly, and if you don't take it with, with a with a professional approach. 
in the, in the sense of not attaching yourself to it, yeah. it will fucking chew you up. Like it's a it's a, one of those industries where uh, you have to be very careful in what you're doing and not getting um, attached to it too much because it can it can consume you and you can like we've had people that have over the years unfortunately have been succumbed to it all and it's too much for them they can't deal with it anymore they they get like forms of PTSD yeah like they actually get this sort of post traumatic stress where and depending on some of those coroner's situations where you've walked into a room and a person may have taken a gun to the head or yep. you know and so you walk in with a and with this person that's used a high caliber rifle and you've come into like what you see like a like a murder scene like from a movie yeah you know, this is one guy um, that I did he had he was a schizophrenic and he had a, an episode and started smashing the windows at the front of the house but in doing so what he's done is smashing these windows he's severed both of his wrists smashing these windows out and severed the arteries. So yeah. then he's gone and had a gone into the shock and so go, oh and then it's gone running around the house, squirting blood. blood. So when you turn up to the scene, you're walking through this house and you can you can see blood splatter all over the walls, all over the roof, a trail through the kitchen, and then until he literally bled himself until he went into cardiac arrest and, and collapsed and fell on the floor. But in that couple of minutes leading up to it, he has left a trail of blood and, you know, just all kinds of stuff. It just, it looked like, it looked like you'd see something out of a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, but to someone who's not desensitised or not looking at a professional approach or whatever that might be the case. Or first down the job. But, yeah, fucking that. And I'd be a real cunt to put someone in that yeah, sort of position. Yeah. Like, we try not to. We, we try, we, try we, ease them into it. Ease them into it. Yeah. yeah. And because in, in the end, Brian, and we, we talk about so much, um, and, and I guess it's whatever you do in life, mm. certain people are wired certain different ways. Yeah. And it's it's not everyone's job. It's not everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, like you, you're wired to do it. I'm wired to yeah, do it. Of course, it's yeah. just we fucking you just do it, mate. It's a funny conversation that the dinner tables do, and, and even like when you go to restaurants and that. And sometimes you have to fucking remind yourself to either tone your voice down a little bit or be careful of what you're saying because like our com- like this conversations that you and I are having right now, they're the conversations we have at dinner. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, like just as, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this yeah. is a normal. Like this is normal stuff that we have all the time. But yeah. if you were at dinner and we're doing this, and we've got people next door trying to have their dinner, these poor <laughs> bastards <laughs> sitting there listening. Oh, I may fucking put his wrist through the fucking window. Okay. There's blood and shit everywhere, and yeah, like, you know. Yeah, so yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, so it's 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 always a good topic of conversation. But it always is. People people love that stuff, mate. Yeah, like, they they love more, hearing it. They more, they the curiosity. More, more the curiosity, and that's. Yeah. Um, Coming down to uh, your potty, Brosie, and, and what you're doing, mate. Yeah. The old Deadass Podcast. Deadass um, Podcast, yeah. Yeah, started off, um, yeah. How did it start, Brosie? How did it start to... <laughs> so, okay, so it's, so you and I were sitting there having breakfast. No, I think it was at Magic Round. Magic Round, It yeah. was Magic Round. And uh, we were talking about... I was talking about my mate who's got, who had the cancer and stuff. I said, we yeah. need to get some stories and that. And you were like, man, we should, um, we should fucking capture those stories yeah. and put it into something. Yeah, and then that's what it was. It was that conversation that we had. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then, yeah. yeah, and then it's fucking kicked on in. Kicked on in. And, yeah, and I think that, like we just touched on before, I think that's phenomenal that you can provide a platform for someone to tell their own eulogy. Yes. Um, you've even said if if like you'll go anywhere, anytime. Yes. If, if someone's um, about to pass away. Yes. And they want to fucking tell their story. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than. Um, someone else telling your own story. That's so it's right. fantastic. You can, you can provide well, a platform, mate, where 
where you give people the opportunity to yes. tell their own yeah, that's it, mate. Or- yeah, and, and that's what that's essentially that was a conversation we had at breakfast, like yeah. you know, because we we're talking about capturing these eulogies because there is times where, geez, you know, you hear these stories of people like far out. That would have been great to hear it from that person himself. Yeah, and because um, the person telling it isn't the fucking they're not person. there. They're not. Exactly. They, they don't know the yeah. finer details and the nits and that, that really make that story a fucking cracker. You know, so yeah. like, you hit, like these proper true yarns, like yeah. how you you could never get a proper true. Like you can never really get the yarn from a third person point of view. You need the person who's experienced it to tell the yarn. Definitely. Even like me trying to explain Dino's one about yeah. oh mate fucking stabbing himself. Like, you know that that would be a good one to ask Dino. But so you know that. That plays into what this podcast is about, and then Definitely. and then I do have that little subsection where we call the morning show, like yeah. M O U R. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, Which explains if you're interested, there's a lot of yes, uh, more technical talk and, and yeah, and um, stuff that you know you go into the like full cremation process yes, or, yep. or you know um, different parts of the how it all works, and because uh, a lot of people actually you only know what you know. And well, yeah, and I think I think nowadays we we're in a situation now where we can be more open with people. We can talk about these things in these open platforms um, and, and and it's great that these podcasters are giving people the opportunity to be able to do this stuff. Definitely. But why hide it? Let's be honest and open about this sort of exactly. stuff. Exactly, right, because there, there's a lot of questions people probably wouldn't be game enough to ask, but of course that yeah. they, they can either send in, yes. or, or they might have they might be yeah. able to hear on your podcast or, yeah. or whatever, and, which is fucking phenomenal, and even probably tell the yarn about you breaking Nico out. Oh yes, so, that's a proper tree yard. <laughs> same weekend, yeah, same weekend. So we're at Magic Round. So we've been talking about this stuff, and it sort of like got me all psyched for it. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, let's. I'm going to go and fucking see him and uh, we'll talk about it. And I said... So he's got stage four cancer. Stage four melanoma cancer. Um, he's, he, he, he's pretty much... You pretty much said you fucked. Yeah, that's right. And to be honest with you, mate, at that point in time when I was going down to um, to see him, I thought I thought he wasn't coming back. I thought this was going to be the last weekend I'm seeing him. Yeah. So, you know, he, he wasn't... He wasn't allowed out or anything like that, and we we're just well, like, "Fuck it!" Yeah, exactly. So you know, and even even our good mate Tommy Dale, you were, you just can with Tommy, and yeah. Tommy goes, "Where's Brian going?" He said, "Oh, he said he's taking his tape measure to go see his mate. <laughs> he's measuring the count up." <laughs> Tommy, he Tommy's the last man. He fucking killed over. He still talks about that. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, you're like, "Oh, what a good bloke!" No, he's not. He's taking the fucking tape, tape measure to measure the count up. He's not a good bloke. <laughs> I did take it. I did take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Knew he was rough height anyway. No, I knew it. Yeah, (laughs) I already knew it before he went in. (laughs) (laughs) Don't need him these days. Go high, bro. That's it. It's amazing um, what a phone can do. Yeah. Yeah. You literally, you. He wasn't meant to leave the hospital. He wasn't meant to leave the hospital. I and I, I thought he wasn't coming out. Like I fucking, I'll be honest with you. So like, fuck it. We're doing, we're doing some shit. So let's get out of it. So we did. We fucking, we broke Broke him out of the hospital. Broke him out of the hospital. Went and hired scooters. Yeah. And went and made a fucking scooter edit. We went and fucking cut donuts and jumped some shit and fucking had an absolute blast, man. It was fucking awesome. Which, mate, it's amazing within itself that, you know, if... You know, and Nico's still here. He's, he is. He's fucking... Yeah. He's, he's killing it yes. now. He, and he's... Um, yeah, that he's beaten it and he's gone through the yeah. whole process. But, mate, it's just incredible that, Brian, you could have... Like, you did that. Yes. And, and if he was happened to pass away, mate, that is a memory that you have with him. Yes, that's exactly right. You know, I, you're 100 like, right, mate. That way, you know, and yeah, he he's been on your potty and yeah. he's told his tale, mate, because mate, he was fucked. 
He was. Mate, I, 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 and honest to God, I thought that he wasn't coming out of that hospital. I don't know what, who was looking after him or, or his persistence. I mean, credit to him because I know a stronger, per, uh, a weaker person would have probably given up. Yeah. So, you know, like he, credit to him, mate, he, he's, he's a stronger person than what I probably could ever be and what he had to do to get yeah. through to where he was. Yeah. And I think, like, having that ability to to keep that information and now, like, I've got a couple of hours of episodes with him, you know, yeah. and that was the reason why we talked about doing it, was to, to capture those because we thought this was going to be the end of it. Yeah. Um, but now, forever, I've got that. I've got those conversations. That That's locked in there forever, you know, and, and, that's, and that's great. Now, in saying that, um, on the other end of the scale, I do have some people that will be coming on who, unfortunately, their time is up. Like, yeah. they, there's nothing that they can do. Like, this is that you'd think Nico's is bad. This is even worse. Like, this guy, yeah. one of the guys I've got coming on. So, we are essentially going to do his eulogy. So, yeah. he, 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 and whether we use it on the service or not, we're not too sure yet, but he will essentially share his own eulogy. So, it's not just a formal conversation, not like a, an informal conversation where, like, you and I are talking now. This is actually going to be him just talking about his life. Yeah, and uh, this will probably be the, one of the first ones that we do. Yeah, so this is an exclusive with you. Yeah, right, and yeah. and that's the thing, guys. And if you know anyone, or or if unfortunately you, you are in a bad place and, yeah. and you're about to pass away, and you'd like to actually tell your eulogy um, in, out of your own words, yeah. Right? How, how do people get a hold of it, Bryce? Yeah, so mate, uh, I've got a couple of different ways: social media, I've got the Dead Ass Podcast, and Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that. We've got um, the email address: Dead Ass. Podcast at Deadass, D E A D A S podcast, yep. 01 at gmail.com. That's the best way to get, send me an email and tell me your, tell me your yarn, tell me your, you know, what you want to talk about. I'm open to anything too. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want, you know, like, just because you don't have to be dying to come on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can just have an amazing story you want to tell. Yeah, you know, exactly. something that you want, something that you want to capture. Something that people want to capture, so that you've got that forever. Yep, um, and then also on the other side, if you're in, if you're any in those professional industries that you want to talk about some of the stuff, you know, it could be a fire, an ambulance. When I say with those people, like former ones, because they're, yeah. they're not, um, because obviously they're bound by their employment. Totally understand that. Don't want to get you in trouble. Yep. Um, so you know, like maybe a former police officer, a former. Um, Ambulance nurse. officer, nurse. I've had a nurse on. Yeah, yeah nurse no, nasty. No. Mate, that's a great yarn in itself, eh? Hey? She's, yep. she's an absolute wild, fucking wild one. Weapon. Yeah, she's coming back on again soon. Yeah, nice. I'll tell some more yarns. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, we've got... And so those those episodes are all available. I think we're at this at the time of this, I think I've got about 31 or something up at the moment. Um, that's all available on your major platforms. It's under Deadass yeah. Podcast, um, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, yeah, and all stuff. Beautiful and and like I said, Brian will fucking travel. If you oh yeah, mate, yeah, yeah, yeah he'll you. travel all over. Hey, mate, I've travelled further for less. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly right, <laughs> mate. I'll, I'll, yeah, that's another day, another dollar that one. <laughs> but um, mate, just uh, before before you go, mate, I just want to give you a shout out too, mate. I just want to you know appreciate I appreciate everything that you've done to help with the podcast and supporting me. Um, you know, you, you, you've given me a platform to get me out there. Um, if it wasn't for you, I would have never have met the boys from the Alpha Blokes and they gave me a footing as well. So it all comes back to you. And I, mate, I just want to 
say that I love you heaps, brother. I appreciate everything that you've done for me and my family. I just want to put that on the record so that oh. it's on there forever. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> so Very much my, my eulogy on proper tree. Uh, <laughs> no, so, no, thanks, yeah. Brizey, mate. No, no, you're welcome, brother. Yeah, it's right. Fucking no. Make me cry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We can't <laughs> but, do that. Yeah, we've uh, just been one more thing. And actually, I'm fucking off you. Yeah, yeah fair I'm enough. I'm fucking off you. Because yeah. <laughs> I want to sponsor a segment of the podcast and I wanted to have the dead cunt of the week. <laughs> and Brian wouldn't let me do it. He had to change it up. I've had sponsored a segment. Yeah. You've got three now. I've got three segments. You've got three segments that have been sponsored. <laughs> Two of them are going to come out yet. Yeah. Oh, actually, so. I'll give you an exclusive, right? <laughs> Yeah. One of the ones, and now so, yeah, I couldn't. Everyone listening, now I want a dead kind of week. Every week, a famous person or someone of statue dies. Yeah. Now, well, fuck that, you know. Brian can give a bit of a semi eulogy of the Country Trucker Cab sponsored <laughs> dead kind of the week, and uh, and Brian wouldn't do it. Yeah, so, so I yeah. changed it to weird death of the week. Weird death of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for certain reasons. Yeah, yeah. So, so the, the last weird death of the week, the week we did was um, one where this elephant, uh, it was involved with an elephant and a poacher. The yeah. poacher had come in and shot this baby elephant, right? And the fucking mama has gone off its tits and actually charged at the poacher and killed the poacher. Yeah. Right? Anyway, um, a week went by and the funeral of the poacher was held outdoors. This same fucking elephant come out of the fucking jungle, picked the corpse of the person that it fucking stomped and stomped the cunt again. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck. That's it. Picked it, it. It fucking knew. It came to its funeral. Oh. Dragged the corpse out of the fucking coffin and stamped it again just for Proper fucking good measure. Proper true yarn right there. Fucking and that was hell. Weird Death of the Week on Dead Ass <laughs> Podcast brought to you by Country Chuck. <laughs> 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 oh, so. fucking hell. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to <laughs> pretend that I don't right Hold now. it in. Hold on. And our current faves. And Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.